The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121, or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Let's get to the general. John McClain joins us via the Buyer's Barricade guest line. And, oh, John, I tell you what, can you help me convince Rudy and why he needs to watch tonight's game with Easton Stick at quarterback? Nobody wanted to watch Tommy DeVito or Jake Browning or old man Joe Flacco roll off his couch to go to Cleveland. And those three are doing pretty well, not to mention Will Levis had to play because of an injury. I don't blame him. Stick, you're right. First thing you notice about him is his name. But I'll tell you what, there's so many backup quarterbacks playing, you can't get away from it. It's just amazing how many starters are out. C.J. Stroud's not going to play at Tennessee. They need him desperately. They've got Will Anderson, Jr., Blake Cashman, Nico Collins, a right tackle, George Fant. I believe none of those guys will play. And they're sending Davis Mills, a backup quarterback, out there to start a game that the Texans need to win. It's a must-win situation since they stunk it up so bad at the Jets. Well, you know, John, and that was the question. You answered it for me. So is C.J. Stroud, have the, have the Texans ruled him out, or are you just, from what you're hearing, he's not going to play? No, he hadn't practiced. He's not going to play. It's, it's not out of the question when a guy gets a concussion that he comes back to next week. Derek Carr did it two weeks ago. Brock Purdy did it in October. But it's rare. And you've got the – there's – there's five protocols you got to pass, and one of them is working out lightly before you have full drills. He hadn't even gotten on the practice field. There's where he's not going to be able to play against Cleveland here on Christmas Eve. So uh, Texans are—they've already done better than anybody thought they would. You know, they were seven-five, stinking up against the Jets, seven-six. They play the Titans at Tennessee. They host Cleveland, host Tennessee, and finish at Indianapolis. And right now, Houston and Indianapolis are tied for second place, one game behind Jacksonville, and the Jaguars are playing Baltimore. If the Texans had beaten the Jets and beat the Titans, they'd be in first place. If the Jaguars lose at home to Baltimore, and the Jaguars have been mediocre to bad at home. You know, John, I, it is amazing, and, I, and I'm sorry for C.J. Stroud. I really am. I, I mean, he was playing so well. But I've got to ask the question, and I think a lot of Texans fans are asking, why not Case Keenum? Uh, because Davis Mills was the start of the last two years. Case has been mostly a backup. Case was uh, – he's been in training – in offseason and training camp. He was either the starter or when they finally named Stroud – he became the backup. So they got a great situation, two quarterbacks who started multiple years, one of whom is a miracle worker because of the Minnesota miracle, and the other one, Davis Mills, C.J. Stroud wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Mills beating Indianapolis with a touchdown pass and a (laughs) two-point conversion, forcing them to get the second pick and leaving the top pick to the Bears who traded to Carolina, took Bryce Young, and they got stuck with C.J. Stroud. 
I tell you what, John, I, that's, that still brings up bad memories. I lost money because of that touchdown pass, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> We're visiting with John McClain, who covers Houston sports for Sports Radio 610 and the Utopia podcast. Uh, John, so many things to talk about. I mean, the Texans being there, they still have an opportunity, uh, although with C.J. Stroud out, the, the odds go down for sure, to win that division, which is just incredible to me uh, watching that. When you look at that division right now, and if C.J. Stroud is out and you don't think uh, that the Texans have a shot, who has the better odds, the Colts or, or, or the Jags? Uh, well, I would think the Jaguars because they have their quarterback and they have some talent. They're favored to win the division. They won last year. They've been struggling lately. Like a lot of teams, they have. they're hosting Baltimore. They're 8-5. and five. Baltimore's 10-3. and three. Jaguars no threat to get the top I mean, the home field advantage in the AFC. But uh, Indianapolis and Shane Steichen, the first-year uh, head coach, has done a terrific job. But they, they, they've been uh, – their schedule has – they've been beating a bunch of bad teams. Texans have played – let's see, the Texans' schedule, they have played more teams with winning records than the uh, – then the Colts have and the Texans have a winning record against teams with winning records. So that last game, tell you what, Joe, it could be for the playoffs. It could be for coach of the year. It could be for executive of the year. We know what it won't be, NFL offensive rookie of the year, because that's already been determined. That's already sewed up. You know, no kidding. CJ Stroud has that. Visiting with the general, John McClain here on 941 San Antonio Sports Star. John, I've got to ask you, there's been a lot of criticism about the officiating in the NFL, and it seems more so this year than others. What, what are your thoughts on the officiating? I think the officials have done a lot of It's terrible that we just paint it paint a, with a big, wide brush because a lot of officials do a good job. They either make too many calls or they don't make enough. That play, Kansas City, Kadarius Tony went brain dead. He was clearly <laughs> offside. It should have been called. And, it, my God, the Chiefs and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have gotten so many calls in their favor because everybody loves them. I think they've been very frustrated. Their receivers lead the NFL in drop passes, I believe, 38 or 36. By comparison, the Texans have 18. So Mahomes and Andy Reid are frustrated they've been losing. So um, there's two things that I believe will happen. The first one, there's been a push behind the scenes with coaches, but the owners have to approve it. And usually the owners will do what Roger Goodell wants. They'll have a sky judge. Who's, uh, it could be in New York. It could be a guy back in New York focuses solely on each game, could have a former official, got big flat screen TVs right in front of them, just like we have at home. And they can see a play and they could say, hey, you know, uh, he was, kid was offside, you made the right call. By the way, uh, that's past interference, he was mugged, throw the flag. It doesn't take five seconds to say that. The other thing I like, Bill Belichick has proposed for years and they haven't done it. Let the coaches challenge anything. You don't add challenges for the coaches you just give them the option of challenging anything it wouldn't make the game longer and they're that because sometimes we see plays we go oh mac what do you mean you can't challenge that and and he has been an advocate of that and i've agreed with him forever and people are like oh my god they'd be challenging everything 
No, they wouldn't. They'd have the same number of challenges they have now. Yeah, no doubt, and you got. I think you have to do something, especially with the technology that's available uh, right now. I know Jason Minix uh, has been a proponent for that Sky Judge for some time, uh, and and something like that would be good. I just think with the technology, we need to do it. One other question, John, before I let you go: the Tennessee Titans are going to look like the Houston Oilers this week. What uh, What are your thoughts on that? And uh, are are people in Houston a little riled up by that? You know, a couple of talk shows have been trying to get them riled up, but they're more interested in injuries in a must-win situation. It was a big deal back when the Titans announced they were going to do it for two games, the Falcons and the and the Texans. They had their annual Oilers-Titans reunion before the Falcons came because they knew the weather would be good. You can't do it this time of year because you never know. It's going to be strange seeing them in Columbia blue, but all the Oilers love it. And if they love it, I do too, but it's not as big a deal down here as it was. If they lose, it's not going to be because of the uniforms. And if they win, you know, it's not going to be because of the uniforms, but that blue is sure going to look good. It is going to look good. There's nothing to look better. What are you writing about this week, John? I've got a column right now about Derrick Henry. In his last five games against the Texans, he's averaged 203 yards a game and 7.1 a carry. And the Texans, though, are playing their best run defense since 2018. Can they contain him and limit him to double figures for the first time since 2019? Joe, thank you very much. John, we appreciate your time. The General, John McClain, covers Houston sports for Sports Radio 610 and the Utopia podcast. Read him at Sports Radio 610. Always good stuff. And, of course, the General John McClain joining us courtesy of the Buyer's Barricade guest line. All guests, in fact, appear via the Buyer's Barricade guest line. Buyer's Barricades provides traffic control rental and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com. So there you go, Pledge. People in Houston not all that upset, according to the General John McClain, that uh, the Titans are going to wear... Houston Oiler throwback uniforms. I think it's going to be fun to see that uniform out there. I'm upset. You're upset. Well, that's all that matters, Pledge. You're upset, so that's all that matters because you're the only Houston Texan fan that I know. <laughs> so I will take your uh, your your word for it. Love talking with John McClain uh, about a variety of things. And I hope Rudy J was listening because John McClain summed it up better than I could have when it comes to watching tonight's football game between the Raiders and the Chargers. Tommy DeVito, you didn't want to watch that guy, and he's lighting it up right now. Brock Purdy coming in. Nobody knew what he was going to do. Lighting it up right now. You just don't know, Rudy J. Easton Stick. Could be the next superstar in the NFL. It's possible. You never know. I hope he is, man. As I love that name. Easton Stick. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it.